0: a warm welcome today. How many times we go into the cycle of feeling on one hand regenerated, and on the other hand, not too long afterwards to fall off the wagon, so to speak, and feel strained and exhausted, especially as Christian women, because we wanna give, 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 and help others. Then we end up dreaming of the weekend of vacation to only have that slip through our fingers, either because there's always one more thing we need to do, one more commitment, one more deadline, or we get one more knock on the door or one more call, text, email from a suffering person reaching out, or we get an amazing opportunity. So then we put our needs to the end to only dream in the future, to regenerate. And when that moment of regeneration and renewal comes, it feels like an oasis. Ah, it feels so good. But then it either never feels enough And then we get the Sunday blues or we come back to our existence and we're quickly swallowed by either gigantic housework or emails at work, or the multitude of projects that somehow they feel like they're piling up when we're resting and it starts like feeling like a never ending cycle. And why do Christian women are so prone to this cycle, including me? It happened to me so, so, so many times. And eventually it led not to one burnout, but two. What was interesting, I didn't catch it because with each cycle, I made this promise. Oh, I'm going to fix it right now. I'm just going to strive. I'm going to figure out a way to break the cycle. And eventually the burnout happened and I recovered from that one. But the cycle again existed. I always thought maybe I'm doing something wrong and I have to fix this and I have to fix that. And then before you know it, in time, I've developed chronic stress again, and that led to my second burnout. And I hear this from so many Christian women, and the underlining belief is this, that we get this idea that this is how things are. Life is hard. Life as a Christian woman is hard, and we have to kind of endure it. And then we even get this idea that we have to wait for heaven for the rewards when We'll all get just going to toil in this life and then boom, it's going to things are going to be so much better afterwards because this is the fallen world, by the way. And there's truth to that. But nonetheless, there are several mistakes that we do and we can fix that because that just enduring this lifetime to wait for later is kind of depressing, isn't it? Are we supposed to be joyful as Christians? Doesn't God remind us in the Bible to? Rejoice always and pray without ceasing and everything give thanks. For it is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is from First Thessalonians 5, 16, 18. And there are three fundamental mistakes that we do around this topic. And many times we're not even aware. They're kind of baked in one way of thinking, which leads to the cycle over and over and over. And there is, though, a way out. And that's what I want to unpack today. To unpack those mistakes, we'll sort them, we'll separate them so that you understand how is the way out? What does it take? And it's simpler than we think. It starts with changing our mindset, but also there's a commitment and there's a way to regenerate that I'm going to explain to you today. And you'll have a free resource that you can get at no cost to you so that you don't have to continue this any longer. You don't have to endure this any longer. And I'm going to unpack the scripture and a wide psychological phenomenon that has to do with the way our brain works, our memory works, and why we get trapped into these cycles, especially as Christians. And we forget that we can actually train our mind. We can train our subconscious and we don't have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. But we actually can bring our lower part of our brain, our lower part of our existence, so to speak, and we can train it. We can harness it so we can come along with us and support us so we can feel more united with ourselves and united with God. Because union with God is not a distant reality. It's now in the present moment. And that's what I want for you. Because God is an awesome God. He's not distant. He's present to support us. And he created our brain in such a way that, yes, it can get us into trouble if we don't know how it actually works properly. Once we understand that, we realize that God already building the solutions inside of us. We have the clues already given from God to us so that we can become one with Him. So let's dive into this episode. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. The renewal blueprint and how to use our memory effortlessly to regenerate. And if you are a regular, I want to welcome you back, dear one. And if you're new and you never heard me or seen me before, I'm Dr. Iwana Popa from Team for the Soul. I'm a physician, I'm a psychiatrist, life coach, and spiritual care provider, an educator, and I'm just passionate about Christian women to regenerate on the go, to renew, and to move from past losses to hope and also to reach the highest potential. And although I am a physician, a psychiatrist, this is not a physician format and platform, but I bring all my knowledge so that along with your doctor and other members of your health team, you can use this in an educated way so that you can improve yourself and grow in Christ towards the glory of God. And with that, let's dive in. For the last several decades, I had this experience as a Christian woman of a super mom and super doer of everything. I had two young kids demanding residency program after go through board exam, keeping a house, traveling back and forth not only for my work, but also from sports to music lessons to volunteering at church as a church school director and a myriad other things, which is not uncommon. Many Christian women that I know are so passionate about giving that they try to juggle the work with family if they do have one or kids if they do have kids with church commitments and anything else in between and make sure staying healthy and eating healthy and shopping and doing all the things that we need. And this made me feel accomplishing things and made me feel like I was on the track, mind you, for what cost. Eventually, I did burn out, as I mentioned before, twice. So I had to learn how to do renewal and self care. And interestingly, everywhere I turn, I've encountered things that it made sense on a certain level, but I was not able to sustain them. And I had to really dig down deeper into. How our mind works, how our habits are working, and really create what I'm going to share with you that is the key to getting out of this cycle and treadmill. And that's what I want for you. Here is what is happening. I was trying to follow all the programs and I was trying to piece all together how to do this in such a way that I can pray incessantly, that I could be with God at all times. And invariably, my growing to-do list got bigger and bigger. And at times I would feel just right on top of it. And at times overwhelmed and I try to do more things and I ended up ignoring my needs until I crushed and burned. And the alternative wasn't pretty either, right? Ignoring deadlines and all the commitments that I made. And I couldn't let that happen. So if you resonate with this, here are the mistakes. They're kind of baked into this kind of attitude that leads us into the cycles all the time. And this is because we are trained. And that's what we hear from our culture and also from Christian self-care programs that just you regenerate and then you just do it. You create a habit and you just do it. And here are the mistakes. And I'm going to share with you some of the subtle theological, and psychological misunderstandings that we'll unpack today. So as I was sharing earlier, I was ignoring three fundamental processes. I was making three fundamental errors. And that led me to feeling disconnected from God, which defeated my purpose to begin with, got disconnected from myself, body, mind, heart, and soul, and slowly led to me to burn out. And this is not just me. Every Christian woman that I talk with they are feeling exhausted. They're feeling busy. And yes, we know we hear in a Christian world, yeah, we shouldn't get so busy. We should really slow down. We should really simplify. But how do we do that? When we want to serve God and we want to hear and respond to the different calls from others. And in the same time, we want to volunteer. We want to take care of all the opportunities So how do we do that? And what is the solution? And I will share with you the simple solution that it's available. And before I do that, let me share the three errors that most of us do. The first fundamental error is that we so love God. That's not an error. That it's on purpose. We love God. We love our mission and we want to serve. This is amazing. But one mistake we do We think of union with God as something in the distance that somehow we're not deserving, that we're not ready, that this is just for very holy people and just for saints, but not for us. I'm so far. And mind you, we need to be humble. We're not going to go around and, yes, I am so holy. Yes, I am a saint, right? We don't do that. But here is the reality. We are holy. Not because of our efforts, but because God lives in us. We are the temple of God. God makes us holy. And if we don't realize that, if we constantly think that union with God is something very distant, we actually shift our focus instead of God. We shift our focus. I need to fix myself to be worthy of God. So hear me out on this. There's a subtle difference. Of course, I need to improve. Of course, I need to make myself better. But the reality is, God already lives in me. God already lives in you. And this separation from God, that I need to be holy in order to even be worthy of God, of course, we need to shift. Of course, we need to change. But God already lives in us. And if you haven't seen my previous episode about attachment styles and the kind of things we're projecting on god that keeps us really separated from god i really encourage you to go right back okay and right after this episode i will make sure that this is linked and we'll put the link also in the caption because this keeps us distant from this reality that god lives in us so i'm here with all news ladies we are holy again not because of our efforts but because god is inside of us god has never been absent We are the temple of God, and we need to realize this now, not 20 years from now, because who knows how many days we have, and God is granting us, right? And I'm reminded of this quote from John 15, 5, I am the vine, this is God talking, right? I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing nothing, including us getting better. We cannot do this without God. So we've got to stop and really realize moment by moment that God is with us, no matter how imperfect. And I'm reminded now as I'm speaking of St. Paul, who says, I am imperfect, but I am made perfect in God. That's the tension. This is the mystery that we are imperfect, but God is with us. We are the vine. So we are already the temple and we are adopted and grafted on the vine. So we don't have to waste time to reconnect with God because we are already hooked. We are already connected. We just have to remember this. We have to have the remembrance of God in like a chapel or your church, right? We don't need to clean it up only once in a while. We have to clean it all the time. It's the same thing with our temple our body, and I want to add here, mind and emotions are also part of our temple because guess what? Mind and thoughts are created by our brain, so to speak. A brain is part of our body. So I want you to expand your awareness of the temple of God that we need to maintain and clean and stay constantly connected and be aware that we're connected to God as body thoughts and emotions so in first corinthians 6 19 god is saying or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have from god and you are not your own so read again this quote or do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have from god and you are not your own The key here is the present tense is we are already in God. We are already on the vine by the nature of believing in God, our baptism and our commitment that we make to God. So bottom line, our regeneration, I want you to think of regeneration, I want you to think of self-care, not as a earthly thing that we do whenever we have time. This is our need every day, every moment, because that's how we stay in the vine. Connecting our thoughts, connecting our emotions, connecting our body, and stay plugged into Christ and being aware of God's presence. That union with God already exists, and we are fleshing it out. We're becoming incarnate. We're bringing that into the world. And it's not as complicated as it sounds. We don't have to wait for vacation. We don't have to wait for retreats and weekends. That just brings that separation in our mind that God is all distance and God is only present during retreats, vacation and weekends. That's not true. God is present in our life all the time and God is available to us at all times. God is everywhere filling all things. So this is the biggest error that we can make and how we can shift this mindset, all right? Now, here is number two. The second fundamental error that we're making, which is so ingrained in us from our culture, is that we follow whatever prescriptions we get from other people in terms of what does it mean to regenerate body, heart, mind, and soul, and we have to apply it exactly perfectly. Well, that works. In some situations, but not for most of us because we are really unique. So, whatever works for someone else, let's say someone is exercising in this particular way and we see beautiful videos online and whatever, try them. If they work for you, great. If they don't, they might not be for you. You need to use discernment. So, it's really important to think about this. And I'm going to use the quote from St. Paul. From 1 Corinthians 10, 23. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. So think about whatever you get in in terms of structures for your prayer life, for your self-care on a body level, from your self-care on an emotional level, or your mind level, things that are giving you joy that there are not. Prescriptive in general, like even doctors, right? If you think about, it, I'm gonna pull off from my decades of experience as a physician. There are, let's say, medications or therapeutical interventions, therapies that can be so helpful, but not everything is going to be exactly like in the books. It's impossible. Doctors have to modify the particular interventions to adapt to each person. That's why. Psychiatry, for example, is not a pure science, it's science and art, because you really need to understand how the person works, how their mind works, their values, their life experience in order to adapt. So drawing from the physician experience, drawing also from the way our psychology works, from education and learning how, and raising kids, right, how behaviors are formed, we need to realize that our regeneration and self-care and the ability to stain on the vine is going to vary from person to person. We cannot adapt the cookie cutter prescriptions and just do them to ourselves. We need to be really careful on our constitution and use your experience and trust yourself and your wisdom, what has worked and what hasn't. So I'll give an example for eating, right? I am a vegan today, as I mentioned in other episodes, I make a commitment every day, occasionally vegetarian, and that has worked for me. I made a commitment at the beginning to try it, and I have really saw a lot of help that I've gotten and just have more energy. Now, do I suggest everyone to be vegan? Absolutely not. I know amazing Christian women that are very faithful and connected with God, and they have to eat meat to really sustain their balance. The fancy word for that is homeostasis. And some people need to eat cheese. They need the calcium for the bones or eggs. So it's not a cookie cutter. It's the same for self-care and for regeneration. All right. So I encourage you to be a scientist for your self-care and regeneration and use your own wisdom and your own higher thoughts and intelligence to design your rituals for regeneration body mind heart and soul. And the third mistake that I've seen, the third fundamental error, and I call it fundamental because it's really at the level of mindsets, a subconscious mindset that we take from granted for our culture is this. And we're taught in our culture about this, that regeneration, it's a project. We put it on our to-do list and then we just do it. And actually it is not regeneration and renewal is not a project. It's a way of being. It's a way of living. I'll give you a parallel here. In the same way, when we go to church and we're with Christ and we go, let's say, to liturgy or your church services, that is not just one-time event. That is, of course, it's an event because we go to church on Sunday, mind you. But the significance of that is a remembrance of what needs to happen every day and every moment we are called to be liturgical beings not just on sunday when the liturgy is happening when the church service is happening but every day every moment it's we're focusing not on doing but on being not just a few times a week or once a week and so for some people somehow we got into our brain that self-care and regeneration it's an event we have to push through it and becomes part of our to-do list. Now, maybe you love to-do lists and maybe you're super organized and you got it all squared away. Bravo. I really, 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 really want to applaud you for this. Most Christian women, because of their tendency to help and support and want to do so many things for other people and for the world, to-do lists are helpful But when we get to the bottom and really tired and we have to do, oh, I have to exercise now or I have to do whatever else to regenerate, we are super tired. Just watching that can get us overwhelmed. We might be able to sustain it for a while, but then we scratch it and we postpone it. So the fundamental error is in our culture and many Christian self-care programs that are very prescriptive is this fundamental premise that we have to stop what we're doing in order to do self-care. We have to go to retreats. That's the only way we can get really holy and really deep down connected to God. But the underlying premise is that renewal and regeneration is a project we have to put on the to-do list. We have to plan for this. Mind you, there is some planning involved, and I'm going to describe this to you, but it's much easier, actually, than we think. And I'll tell you why it's better to do it in an easy, effortless way, because that matches how our brain works. Many times, many programs are requiring a focus in the day. Oh, I have to regenerate. I have to do this, da, 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 da. And that, whatever it's on our list, but that needs time and needs focus. But in the ocean of things that we do throughout the day, something is bound to drop. And guess what's going to drop? Our self-care and regeneration. And here's why. Here's how our brain works. There's something that blocks us. And unless you understand it now, you will continue to be on the cycle. And I don't want this for you. Our memory is very funny. It's not like what we're used now with memory in the computer. We save the file and boom, it's all perfect. No, our memory is really funny. If we're giving a series of tasks, let's say to-do list or whatever, we're going to remember the first things on that list. That's called primacy effect. Or the last things on the list, and that's called recency effect, meaning the most recent things on our list we're going to remember so what do we do as christian women when we wake up we want to be with god we pray we say oh i'm going to think of god i want to come back to god that would be the primacy effect so through our day we're going to say okay i need to come back to god i need to come back to god great but then life happens and then we have to do many many things on our to-do list and we might have a main project which all of a sudden Shifts are focus on God to that one may project we need to finish. And then new things come up, new emails that we have to juggle or phone calls or direct interactions with people. And that will trigger the memory, the recency effect. And guess what's going to be in the middle and kind of lost? Our self-care and regeneration. So we cannot really rely as Christian women just on our to-do list and really focusing on regeneration every day. We can do that for a day, a week, a month, but eventually it's going to drop because we want to live our life in Christ. We want to pray and be with God all the time, and we want to help others. So does that sound familiar? Type in the chat if this sounds familiar to you. So here is the solution. It's time to fix this, and I will teach you what you need to do today and how we circumvent the way our brain works, and how we can help in order to stay in union with God. And it has to do with this, creating your renewal blueprint today, which is a way to train your subconscious. So we do a little bit of practice initially, which is not as long as we think it is. And then we practice it, after which our subconscious is going to do this automatically this framework this renewal blueprint it's flexible it brings some structure but it's flexible based on the day if you have lots of free time or less free time and you can allow yourself to regenerate from inside out so you can stay on the vine you can stay with God in your awareness and really regenerate on the body because God is really regenerating our body even with our food right where is the food and water coming from ultimately from God also our emotions and energies from God and thoughts God also has higher thoughts that we can access and they can regenerate our thoughts and our soul who's really the image of God so as we remember God and renewal blueprint becomes ingrained in our subconscious we don't have to use our to-do list your subconscious will hold the renewal blueprint you do it once and it's done for all from my personal experience after the burnouts and i learned myself okay i cannot just focus on regeneration If i'm gonna do this so strict and i've tried it you know i got this routine really strict and then life happens. My season changed and it didn't work. And I've tried again and it didn't work. i tried again, it didn't work. So I now, after using the Renewal Blueprint, I don't have to track my regeneration. I don't, it doesn't have to be on my to-do list. I don't have any more reminders. I can spend consciously time focusing on being with God and with the other to love God with all my mind and all my heart and my soul and love the other as myself because I took the time to build my renewal blueprint. So now I am eating healthy without consciously always trying to strive and keep measuring my portions and do all that. And my weight has been stable after how many years of fluctuating body weight? My body is now strong. I exercise effortlessly throughout the day. I have pockets throughout the day, two to three to four pockets that I only have to think about. My subconscious is keeping track of that. And I can do five, 10 minutes to 15 minutes several times a day in a very effortless routine. I don't have to think about it. And guess what? If I forget, my body will remind me. I like, oh, I need to stretch. I need to run a bit. I need to walk. Remind me. I don't have to think about it. I'm drinking enough water. I know what my emotions are at all times. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to suppress them and and remember what it is. It just happens. And if I forget, my emotions know me, so to speak, so well, I will be reminded. My subconscious speaking with to me and I respect my subconscious. I give it honor and dignity and it's supporting me tremendously. And also my thoughts, my consciousness is, it's getting renewed and regenerated. I don't need to put it on my to-do list. The rhythm, it's unfolding on its own. And I can stay in my consciousness with God. And if I don't, I'm reminded really quickly. The system, the renewal blueprint is as such that the missing of God happens right away. And I can tell what I need to do in order to reconnect. And that's what I want for you and this is not just me alone. People have gone through my programs and they follow me for a while and they really took to heart what I am teaching you today. They say the same thing. It's so simple now. It happens so automatically that we don't have to think. And if we read or see a new program, guess what? Try it. You can easily incorporate. You can easily shift and adapt. So, Bottom line, you don't have to change your identity in Christ. You don't have to change your focus in the day. You can stay focused on serving Christ and others. And you don't need to spend the energy and have your self-care and regeneration on your to-do list and getting more stressed and having more things on your list. And you don't need to work super hard. All right. So you're going to say, okay, Dr. Iwana." So Uh, This sounds too good to be true. How do we need to do this? Don't I need to strive? Don't I need to push? Well, no, you don't need to strive and push. Do you need to invest some time? Yeah, absolutely. But I'll tell you the commitment for that. All you need is to spend about a half an hour to an hour a week to develop your renewal blueprint. And you can start today. Get my free resource, a daily renewal template. You'll get exactly what needs to happen. And you can start already mapping it up. That's it. And then every week, spend another half an hour and just revise it and say, okay, what worked last week? What do I need to shift today and for the next week on a body, thoughts, emotional or soul level? And I'll give you several examples in there. I'll give you the tools so you can start really doing this on your own. And this free resource, it's free, but it's really priceless. You have to pay nothing for it. But I really encourage you to really start with you making a commitment today that you are going to get off the cycle and you're going to create your renewal blueprint, this flexible, but loosely structured way that can serve you no matter what season are you in. There's no need for you to just be on and off all the time and a risk to burnout. There's really no reason to do that. And as you create this, invest a bit of time, as I mentioned, half an hour to an hour a week for a few months. It's going to really help you train your subconscious, be kind to your subconscious, going to really try to help you here. And you can implement it and refine it. And once you get it, it's done, no matter what the season. And it starts really with you making a decision today that you will commit to come off this cycle and really develop this renewal blueprint. And yes, you can do it. Get my free resource today. And if you feel like you want to do it with my guidance, that's okay too. You'll probably have faster results that way, but... I'm not you. So you know yourself. You know how well you can commit to this, right? So my programs, I have several options based on your budget, based on your time availability, and also based on if you want to do this on your own with my support in my program, or you want to do it with a community of Christian women. So based on that, you can get my expert guidance and it won't break the bank, all right? So either way, do it on your own or with my guidance, but make a commitment to really develop this renewal blueprint. You have enough life experience to know what has worked for you, what has not worked for you, and how to incorporate it, taking small steps so small that you can really not fail. And I'm going to wrap up with this. The reason I'm so passionate about this is that because several decades ago, I had one transformative experience in connection with God that really blew my mind, blew my awareness and experience like nothing I've ever experienced before and forever shifted my life and the way I see reality and I see experience with people just like you and me in such profound ways that. Since then, I've been on a mission to really flash this out in my life and help others. And I'm sure you had defining moments just like that, because there's nothing more amazing than bringing those life-defining moments with Christ in a joyful way, in an incarnate way in our life, so we can continue to regenerate and renew. Because there's nothing more contagious than a joyful Christian especially ones that continue to be compassionate and giving, and we're setting an example to the world. You have to promise that, that you keep your identity and stay on God's vine and allow to continue to flesh out Christ's experience in your life so you can support all the people that you need. And I can continue to support you, everything that I do. So together, as christian women we continue to to bear witness to christ be the murder-bearing women that we are in such a way that the world will look at us and say what do those christian women have i want that all right and with that i'm going to end up with a prayer dear god thank you so much for today thank you so much for the amazing christian women that exist in this world and for the listener may you bless her abundantly may you help her in her commitment to come off the cycle of feeling regenerated and then only stressed and overwhelmed and chronic stress that you will help her make a commitment today to develop the renewal blueprint and that she'll put all her intelligence and higher thoughts and life experience at work so that she can continue to bring the joy in life and continue to bless others because you are holy, you live in us, and we are your temple. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for all you do. And with this, I say goodbye for now. May you have a blessed day and week.